Welcome back to Super Rankings, where you can come for Superman. But stay for Supergirl. She's here. She's got lady parts. She does, presumably. <laughs> she, she can fly and punch. Yes, she's got a very short miniskirt, but it's a magical Kryptonian miniskirt that, that always stays, no matter how she flies and flips around in the air, always stays perfectly arranged so that the camera doesn't see anything. And gloves. You gloves? Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> that way, no fingerprints. No, yep, Smart thinking. All, all with, with the big brain head. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your head scientist, Ben Creighton, with me as always. Hey, it's Kenny Wendorski. If you couldn't tell, we watched Little Girl Lost Parts 1 and 2 today. That we did. Yeah. Uh, this was... This is the end of our season two. Yep. We so, got, we're, we're two-thirds, at least by season, of the way through. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's pretty I think, crazy. I think that first season was short, so I think we still got a little ways to go. But, man, we're just we're, we're tearing through it, man. Yeah, so that's, uh, I'm looking forward to it because we're going to be doing the bat rankings beyond. And Yep. And if we're not all dead by nuclear war beforehand, I mean, there's always Justice League after that. Which we were just talking about. It it feels like the end days, so... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) uh, Your your, uh, young son had a birthday yesterday. Yes, he did. He is three years old. Happy birthday, Link. Happy birthday, Link. Uh, It's a good name. Yeah, thank you very much. (laughs) He, uh, He was watching lots of Ghostbusters. That was his present, was action figures and uh, he was playing the old cartoons that you can find on Amazon yep. plug in old Amazon Prime there because <laughs> they need the money you know it's a struggling company I mean <laughs> there's jeez I think just a couple of days here they're starting a Wheel of Time series yeah you ever, re- you ever read the Wheel of Time I books? haven't but I saw the trailer when I yeah. went to see Dune and it didn't really do anything for me yeah. so I you, you can tell this was very much greenlit, you know, a couple, four, you know, three, four years ago. Because, you know, it takes a while to get this prestige TV made. Yeah. So this would have been greenlit, you know, right before everybody realized, wait, is Game of, did Game of Thrones become shit while we weren't paying attention? <laughs> Fuck the king's god. Fuck the city. Fuck the king. You know, once... I'm sure sunk cost fallacy. I'm sure everybody behind the Wheel of Time show was watching that happen like, oh, no. Oh, Oh, no. no. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're trying to be the next that, and look what happened to them. It could be good. I'm just saying the little trailer I saw didn't really do anything for me. But I haven't read the books, so I don't know. I've I've read all the books, and oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's That's a whole journey. Okay. That's... It's... They were they were pretty good, you know. It's not Tolkien, but they're pretty good. And then, okay, all right, you know, they're he's expanding the world. There's some new wrinkles. Like, all right, this is really pretty great. Oh wow, this went so far off the rails uh, in a good way or a bad way. In a bad way, oh, like it, it was okay. it was really like just stretched out, and nothing would happen for literally books at a time. And then the original author died, uh. and not to speak ill of the dead. But they got a different, his estate, you know, he left behind notes and, and a wife who was, I believe, in charge of the, of what would happen to the franchise after that. And she found a, a different fantasy author to finish the series based on his notes. And there was only supposed to be one book left. And the guy, Brandon Sanderson, looks at the notes. He's like, no, nah, this is three books, dude. I don't, I don't know why you thought you could end this in one book. <laughs> so three, three more books. But then they came out and they were really pretty good again. Okay. So 
It all had a happy ending eventually, but boy, it was a journey getting there. And it's really hard to recommend to somebody, like, starting out now, like, look, there's 15 of these motherfuckers, and you're going to have to slog through some real... It does end pretty good, but you got to get through some shit to get there. I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do it. Don't have it in me. (laughs) (laughs) But, so, I don't know. I'm going to watch the show because I'm curious, but I'm... It's 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 almost more of a morbid fascination train wreck because there are so many ways this could go wrong and so few that it could go right yeah. that I'm I'm just much like the books themselves I'm just hoping that it's occasionally entertaining getting there even if it all goes to shit in the end <laughs> who knows who knows but uh, speaking of mixed bags we watched Little Girl Lost today yeah, we did <laughs> excellent segue yeah. <laughs> We open up on it's it's at least in the opening it's it's going to be Star Trek AF again for a second. If you've seen Superman Returns, it kind of felt like that. Superman's going back to his home world coordinates yep. just to see if anyone's dead. I mean, I've got this spaceship and I guess I come from here. I mean, it's it's sort of only a matter of time. You got to go check it out, right? Even though you know it's not like I'm going to find any I'm I'm going to find an asteroid belt where a planet used to be, but I gotta see for myself. He saw for himself nothing but debris, yeah, bunch nothing. of shiny rocks. Yep, just green glowing because, of course, it got you know converted into kryptonite, and you can't get too close. And uh, so it's very sad, and that's the end of the episode. It's you know real downer ending. No, no! Uh, apparently <laughs> there is some life detected on a frozen moon. Yep, way uh, out on the edge of the system, it, of the star system. It's never been mentioned before, but apparently there's a sister planet to Krypton called Argo. Yeah, and so, you know, of course, it's uh, you know bustling with life, and oh no, it turns out when, when a planet blows up that near another planet, some bad shit tends to happen. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he goes to this, it's ice cold, uh, yep. but there is buildings around, there are buildings around, Yep. and there is a little, uh, I'd say, spaceport headquarters. Where he finds a tape where a lady gives exposition and explains that, you know, the everybody's dead or is already dying. We're going to put ourselves in cryogenic suspension until one day maybe somebody will find us. Yep. We, uh, <laughs> we, we took our sweet time. We waited until there were exactly four survivors before we said, <laughs> should we maybe, should we maybe freeze some people or, because this, I guess it didn't really happen fast. Like, with, it wasn't an explosion, like... The planet froze over and it, everybody starved to death slowly. It sort of felt like, I don't know, we never really get a good sense of how advanced the Kryptonian civilization was. Because they had spaceships, they had the ability to send at least one person. I I don't know. No. But regardless, there's this, this row of four cryogenic stasis pods, three of which are cracked and, and busted and, up and in the dead. ice. Real yeah. bad. Uh, they look like zombies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The lady from the hologram who gave this whole exposition dump message is, she's like mummified in there. Yeah. You must never hug a mummy. Uh, but there is one, one person still left in a pod who uh, life is, is detected. And so... We cut to sunny Smallville. Smallville, Kansas, where she's flying around. She's having a great old time. Uh, the, my, my parents and every literally everybody I've ever known or loved is dead. My entire civilization <laughs> is in ashes. 
but I can fly, so uh, we're just not going to deal with that too much. You get the, some really great shots of her flying with birds, and, yep. uh, you know, there's the grass field, uh, cornfields, and, uh, you know, she's she looks like your farmer's daughter, jailbait style. Yep. Remember, this is Bruce Tim. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's young, look, attractive. Look, Bruce Tim is is a very gifted animator, uh, you know, very good storyteller, especially when he's got Paul Dini backing him up. But uh, dude's a perv. Can he, we? <laughs> he likes his jailbait, and she looks very attractive and very young. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> she is she is animated quite young. And uh, but real quick, out of nowhere, she gets caught and pulled down to the ground. It's Kal El yep. Clark saying, "Hey." Not in the middle of the day. Yeah, you, you want people to see? What, yeah. what, what are you thinking? So, knock it off. Yep. We, we have dinner with Ma and Pa Kent. And, I guess uh, they adopted her, and yeah. uh, here's our new daughter. Yep, and and she's she's all about, so when do I, when do I get to fight crime, though? Because I hear that's what you're all about. Uh, they're talking about inner gang, and inner gang's back. Yep. Crime is up. Yep, and back in Metropolis. Superman's kind of, you know, he's enjoying his meal, but he's like, I'll handle it. And yep. You just stay out of trouble and do little kid things. Yeah. When, what, do, <laughs> what do teens do nowadays? TikToks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, of course, as soon as Clark leaves, she looks at Pa and goes, tell me more about Inner Gang. <laughs> Are these people I could punch? Yeah. So it turns out I'm really into that. She's tired of, like, being, you know, kid. She sits under the fact she always wanted to help people. Now she has the ability to help people. But she can't do nothing. Yep. Also, that sounds like a way more fun use of my time than processing any of the horrendous trauma and grief that I must <laughs> yeah. must be feeling at this point, but show no sign of. Right. <laughs> uh, and we we cut to uh, it's a Smallville, and we've got these. How do I describe them? You remember Ninja Turtles? The uh, <laughs> that soldiers? was exactly what I thought. <laughs> so this is a, a rec center back in Metropolis. Where, yeah, these, uh, <laughs> Granny Goodness, who we saw, we didn't hear, which is very important because her voice is very distinctive. Yes. But we we saw really briefly in the last episode, Apocalypse Now, the character design of Granny Goodness. Mm-hmm. Uh, blink and you miss it. But in, in, this, uh, in this episode, she is training up a bunch of disaffected teen gangsters to be her personal army in a way that, yeah, right in my notes, she's foot clan in these motherfuckers. <laughs> like, uh, it, it, well, I'm glad we thought the same thing. If yep. you haven't seen the Ninja Turtle 1990 movie, uh, think of uh, these teenagers that go to this abandoned warehouse and they can do bad things. Yeah, it's it's like a never never land type situation. Yes. Like we're all we're gonna be kids forever. We got dope indoor skate parks or and Pinocchio. Our- Remember the the bad kids in Pinocchio? Yeah, they turn into donkeys. Yeah, yeah. Who? What? What kid hasn't been scarred from that scene? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, these kids are they're they got firepower and and ice power. Yeah, we, we follow two of them. They bust in on this tech expo that uh, Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen are covering. And they, they're they busting up the joint. They're stealing electronics. Apparently, Granny Goodness is just a big tech geek. And she really wants her little babies, her, her darlings, her ducklings, her goslings. Yes. She, she whipped out a thesaurus and found so many words for small baby birds. Yeah. <laughs> to refer. Granny Goodness, by the way, voiced... By the late, the great Ed Asner. Whose birthday was yesterday, the same as my son's. Yep. November 15. Uh, R.I.P. Ed Asner. Wonderful talent. 
Love him to death. Highlight of this episode, yes. as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> uh, these two teenagers are using their uh, hovercraft gliders. They they feel like discount. Um, oh, what are the the playing card villains from Batman Beyond? The Royal Ooh, Flesh the, Gang. Yes, thank you. They're like a discount Royal Flesh Gang. They're rolling around on these hoverboards, flying through the air, zapping things with their fire and ice guns. And Superman, of course, swoops in. Punch, punch. Let's go. Fights them off. And what? what What's the only distraction we can think of? Well, let's put our our leading lady, Lois Lane, in danger. We've strapped one of those hovercrafts to her. Who slams, who jams, who tells your story? Yep, she's flying off into the air, so Superman has to go save her while our our misguided teen youths fly off and make their (laughs) escape. Yeah. But uh, Jimmy Olsen, always, always looking for the edge, looking for the angle, looking for the hot scoops, he... Uh, one of them drops an arcade token, mm-hmm. and he, he scoops it up, and he's telling Lois, Lois, I got I got our lead. We got our story. All we got to do is go around to, to every arcade in town and do some investigative reporting. And Lois says, yeah, you do that. I'm going to go do other things. What's an arcade? Okay. Yeah. So, in the, <laughs> so in the before times... Imagine, so you know how, uh, like, like uh, Univac, like the early computers would be the size of buildings? Yes. And imagine if your PlayStation or Xbox was the size of a building and you had to go inside it to play video games. In the Xbox? Inside the Xbox. Huh. Yeah. And, and you know how we, we all pretty much agree that microtransactions are a terrible, uh, predatory, pay-to-win uh, new invention in the 2000s yeah. that that evil large corporations thought up. Turns out, different evil large corporations <laughs> thought of that in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Everything old is new again, kids. It's back. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Jimmy's going to check this out, but there is a young lady who overhears it. And she goes over to Jimmy. It's it's Supergirl in disguise, sort of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she she comes to visit Clark at work in in a very unconvincing brunette wig, yeah. which uh, gets disposed of very early, and I don't think we're going to see it again. And glasses. She had and, glasses. Yep, and <laughs> Clark's like, what is this ridiculous? Get rid of yeah. that. Go home. But she doesn't want to go home. She wants to punch in her gangs. And Jimmy seems to know what's up. She's going to tag around with our everybody's favorite bemulleted boy reporter. So they, they go from arcade to arcade until they find the arcade that has those tokens that match the token from the heist. Yep, they, they spot the two flying teens from the heist earlier. They trail them back to the secret granny goodness hideout where, of course, they get caught almost immediately. And Jimmy says, we want to join your gang and do... Yeah crimes with you please good lady i would like to do a crime if you had a crime for me to do i would do it right now and granny says well you don't you guys look soft you don't look hard like these other kids so we're gonna whip you into shape yep and that's when kara is like no i don't think so and a big brawl happens yep she she rips off her clothes and oh nope not like that no there's bruce bruce tim still had standards and practices to deal with she is uh in a tank top Yep, tank With top, short shorts, and short skirt. Yep. Skort. That's what it is. It's called skort. Yes, and uh, big red boots and white gloves for some reason. And a cape. She got the cape. She got to have a cape and yeah. a hairband because she's still got to be stylish. Yeah, you know, you got to see where you're flying. Yep. Uh, yes. Big fight happens. 
Yep, she she beats up all the all the disaffected teens with their alien technology, and Granny says nuts to this. Granny goodness out, and she she opens up a boom tube. She's from Apocalypse. That's right, and out comes three ladies. I texted Ben. Yes, <laughs> it's the musical group TLC, but not really. Uh, I have them down as Tough Girl. It's a big. Buff, yep. tough girl. Yep. We've got laser ribbon. Yep. She has uh, laser ribbons. Yes. And then we've got claw lady who's green and has uh, Wolverine claws. Yep. She looks like a lady version of the creeper from Batman. Yes. So yes. this is TLC, tough girl, laser ribbon, and claw lady. Okay. <laughs> and Supergirl's got to fight him. Yep. And and that's our big cliffhanger. Oh, no, new ladies. What's going to happen? Thus ends part one. Yep. What's going to happen is Kara's going to fight him. Enter part two. And uh, she needs some help. Luckily, Superman is there. And uh, we got another big punch fest. Yep. Takes up you know, a good five, ten minutes of screen time. Yep. <laughs> it's a two-parter, <laughs> ladies and germs. We've got time to burn. Oh, we should have mentioned there's a comet that's not going to hit Earth, but pass by us. Yep. Like their version of Halley's Comet or, or whatever. Uh, so this is in the, you'll need to know this for later on. Yep. This is where, uh, Clark Kent and Lois Lane are, where all this is going on at the, at the Flesher Science Symposium. Yes. Named, of course, after Max, Max. Flesher. Yeah. Creator of the, the classic theatrical Superman shorts. You might be able to find those on, uh, HBO Max now. Uh, those are actually, they may very well be on HBO Max. They are in the public domain. Warner Brothers did not manage to to uh, defend their shit as uh, as hard as Disney did. So you can find them on YouTube. You can find them on cheap DVDs and Blu-rays that were burned by some guy at home because nice. that is all perfectly legal to do. And they're good-looking cartoons. They're gorgeous. Definitely check it out. It's, it's Supp- what kind of inspired Batman the animated series. Supposedly, this might be apocryphal, but I've heard that uh, supposedly Max Flesher was not super interested in in pursuing these shorts for some reason. And the Superman rights holders, which I guess would have been DC Comics or maybe uh, maybe EC Comics that long ago, I'm not sure. But they were really after him because he had the reputation of being the best in the business and, and they wanted the best. And he sort of didn't want to do it, so he quoted them some ridiculous budget like, okay, yeah, I guess if you give me... X million dollars an episode. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Then sure, I guess I'll do it. And they said, yeah, sure. What do we make the checkout to? He's like, okay, I I guess I'm doing it now. For that kind of money, fuck it. Money talks. And that money all went onto the screen. He didn't laugh all the way to the bank. He made them the best goddamn Superman shorts that money would buy. They're really, yeah, they're pretty as hell. I mean, we're in 2021. This stuff still holds up, so. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, not for nothing. It it looks in a slightly different style, but about as good as the animation that we're watching on screen right now. So, yeah. But, uh, But anyway, yeah, comment. In the background, ignore it for now. Yep. Superman goes to help Kara Lane, Kara, Kara L. What's her I, last name? I don't know if they ever give her one. So in various versions of the character, sometimes she is Superman's literal cousin, as in... From Krypton? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, in this version, they don't seem to be directly related, but she does introduce herself at the Daily Planet as, oh yeah, I'm Clark's cousin from the country. Okay. But she does not seem to be his blood cousin. And I... I don't know that they ever give her a last name, but Kara is what she goes by. And uh, they help out. They, you know, knock around everybody. Big fight scene. But Superman gets caught. 
Yep. And taken back and through a boom tube to apocalypse. Yeah, and but but as they're as they're leaving, Granny does say, "Oh, look, silly Butterfingers, me. Where did I put my boom tube controller?" And Laser Ribbon Lady says, "Oh no, allow me." Yeah. But Kara overheard that. Like, wait. She lost her boom tube thingy. We could still find her. We're going to search through the rubble of of this fight and she does find it. Meanwhile, Jimmy's over here palling around with the the disaffected fire, teen fire laser, girl, yeah, 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 who has inexplicably decided I didn't know I was working for aliens. Fuck these guys. I'm going to be a good guy now. Yeah. They find a uh, side room that's got a whole bunch of gizmos and gadgets. Kind of looks like our lab. Yep. Minus the hamsters. Yeah, yeah. They're you know they're they're working on that apocalypse apocalypse technology. We don't have dark side feeding us tech. Okay, we're over here doing our own science. Yeah. For humankind, the best kind. So that's over there. Supergirl finds it using her X-ray vision, the little remote control. Yep. Opens up a boom tube, goes to apocalypse. And it's your nightmarish hellscape that we've all come to love. Yep, she's she's sneaking around. There there are guards riding on gi- what look like giant police dogs. Yep. Parademons in the sky. There's people chained up, walking on uh, some kind of chain gang, but it's attached to a pole over their head. Yep, but she's sneaking around. She she does eventually find where Superman is being held prisoner. He's back in that like giant metal restraint. Yeah crucifixion hula hoop yeah that was on top of the tank in the last episode they put a thing on his neck so they can push a button and then zap him good yep just zap him anytime uh dark side wants superman to kneel and superman's legs don't work so well he doesn't like kneeling but dark side says fine i'm gonna bond villain my whole evil plan remember that comet yeah turns out it's important uh granny has been stealing all this tech to make a magnet that will make the comet hit the Earth. Yep, and Darkseid says, See, so, you know, I know I had that whole treaty with the, the new Genesis peoples and Space Moses, but I could hardly be blamed if a rogue comet were to just smash into Earth and blow it up. Not my fault. His hands are clean. Yep. <laughs> uh, so that's the big plan. Luckily, Supergirl is overhearing it. She shows up. We've got ourselves another big fight. Do you like big dumb punch fest? There's then, a lot of them in this You're going to get it. Lots of it. And there's punching all over, and the laser ribbon lady, because of her lasers, they... Yeah, wraps around Granny Goodnesses. She's been using this, like, I don't know, lightning mace thing. Yeah. And when the... Yeah. She whips the laser ribbon at Superman, or... I don't know. I lost track at this point. Big explosion. Big explosion happens. Superman's free. Yep. And and more fighting happens. They get a hold of a boom tube controller. They peace out. Darkseid's mostly been on the sidelines for this whole thing. Yeah, he doesn't really shoot his laser eyes until the very end. Yeah, last minute he's like, oh, crud, I guess I should do... Oh, they're gone? All right. Shitty. Yeah. Uh, they go back to Earth and they find out that the contraption is a magnet. Supergirl decides to punch it. She punches it real hard. Explosion. Take a shot. She saved the day, except not really, because the comet's still coming. And Superman says, you idiot, I might have been able to use it to push the comet away. Now we got to do this with more punchings. So he flies up and he tries to push it. He does a good job, but it starts to crack in half. So there's another half coming. Yeah, a slightly smaller girl-sized half of the comet 
cracks off and and well luckily we have a girl we do supergirl she will punch it very hard and convert it from one large dangerous falling object to many small ones big explosion take a shot presumably thousands of people die but it's the the day is saved or something yeah and supergirl poses a lot uh, uh, Granny Goodness gets punished for her for failures. Sure, why not? Yep. And Jimmy Olsen gets to write his first story, and it's all about Supergirl. Everyone's like, "Good job, Jimmy." Yep. Is she cute in real life? Nope. All the other interns at the Daily Planet have big boners for her. And he says, "Why don't you look out the window? She's flying around right now." That's how our episode ends. Thus ends Little Girl Lost parts one and two. Kenny, does this episode hold up? It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. It's, I'm not a huge fan of the character Supergirl, so... Yeah, I don't... I can't say that, you know, because some of these comics characters, like, okay, they're not great here, but if you if you dig into the deep comics lore, you'd know. I can't say I've ever found a version of Supergirl that really did much other than be younger girl Superman. There's a 1980s movie that came out. It's kind of crappy. Yeah. There's a animated movie that DC Universe, it's called Superman Batman Apocalypse. Yep. Kind of crappy. Yeah. But, I mean, they did use Michael Turner's art style, and boy, does he draw an attractive lady. He does indeed. (laughs) Uh, There's that TV show that is, I think, in its final season. I gave up after the pilot episode. I just couldn't do it. Yeah, I think I got one or two episodes beyond that. And it's I I think it's in the same universe as... um, as Arrow, as Arrow and, and Legends and the of Tomorrow and yeah, all that. Yeah, the, the like WB. Berlanti, I think, is his last name. Yeah. Uh, it could be okay. I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, it didn't do much for me. She's attractive. Yep. She's If if there's any dads in the audience, here's your <laughs> eye candy. Although you might feel weird about this one because I'm not entirely sure how old she's canonically supposed to be, but she is played very young. Yes. So uh, with that being said... Yeah. Okay, let's talk about taking her pants up. Okay. <laughs> I'm a disciple of science. Well, before I'm that, let's turn on our doodads. Yeah, we'll do some science. we got to melt this bad boy. All right. Yeah, all right. Now, uh, we've, we've got our, our cryogenic chambers. Yes. Where uh, we're going to release the backup hamsters. We keep them on ice until they're needed. Uh, Reginald, go ahead and thaw the backup hamsters. Thank you, Reggie. Looking good, sir. Yep. And uh, with, with all that done, let's get our lab coats on. Yeah, but then take them pants off. All right. It's getting a little colder. Still warm in Arizona, but a little colder. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, we're, we're in that awkward time of year where it still feels like summer at 3 p.m., but it feels like winter at 3 a.m. When I start at the pool, I want to put a sweater on, but right around like 10 o'clock in the morning, that's when it's like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> and we're getting hot again. Yeah, so uh, certain things are getting shorter and shorter, but you know what's only getting longer is uh, our master list. Here you go, sir. Yeah, here we go. What are we at? 33 of these. 33. Okay. Mm. Okay, get all the air out, burp it out. The late Mr. Kent makes a pixelated last in a Krypton Target World's finest little piece of home. Promethean prototype, Bizarro's World Apocalypse Now, Identity Crisis, Brand Metropolis, Fun and Games, The Wave, All Flesh, Blast from the Past, Tools, The Trade, Solar Power, My Girl, Stolen Memories, Heavy Metal, Feeding Time, Speed, Demons, Mean Man, and a Fade, Monkey Fight, Ghost of the Machine, Life, War, Father's Day, Warrior, Queen, Juice, Grod, Double Dose, Extra Megan, Puppets, Alive, Rah, 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 Rah. Wow! Oh, I didn't think you were going to make it, but you did! Uh, Love it! <laughs> RN Jesus wants to know, is Little Girl Lost better or worse than 
Number two, Mixius Pixelated. Nope. Kenny's shaking his head. <laughs> nope. Not even close. That's not even my favorite one, but no. Nope. Agreed. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, what about Little Girl Lost versus number six, Little Piece of Home? No. Nope. That had a jazzy rocket chase. It did. And uh, I don't know how to describe it. it we kind of went through... It's a two-parter, but it could have been done in one, man. Yeah. Yeah. Or or if they had gotten into Kara's character and what she's been through and all that, it could have been a three-parter. They just would have had to like write the story to the character instead of... It, it felt like they were trying to skip ahead to where they wanted to be. They wanted her to be the younger, brasher, like impetuous... Fun, fun, rah, rah, yeah. girl Superman. And, like, okay, you can have that, but then maybe don't have her backstory be losing everyone she ever knew or loved. I don't think you needed the apocalypse thing either. I think you could have had the fight in the middle of town. Yeah. Uh, uncover the big magnet with a comet. You could have ended it all on Earth and just ignored the whole, like, Superman getting caught. Yeah. And being forced to wear the neck brace. And yeah. Apocalypse telling his storyline. Yeah, and I, I think it's a little... I mean, we just left Darkseid last episode. Yeah. Like, he's supposed to be your big... Like, he's supposed to kind of be the racial ghoul of this series. Yeah. You gotta use him sparingly. I agree. I Yeah, it felt like a letdown after the last Darkseid episode. Yeah. Although Granny Goodness is great. Ed Asner. Ed, uh, yeah. Can't go wrong with that guy. Ed Asner as a, a crazy, evil grandmother. Like, that's <laughs> <Smarted>. real good. <laughs> yep. Never thought you'd hear that out loud, yeah. but you just did. <laughs> All that said, yeah, little little piece of home definitely hangs together better. Mm-hmm. All right. In that case, is Little Girl Lost better or worse than number 28? Father's Day. Wow, that's like... Jesus Christ. It's just dark side all over today. Yeah. I I think it was still better than Father's Day. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. In in both cases, the highlight was the voice acting. I'm gonna. I liked the character design of the world at the very beginning, the science fiction rocket ship. Yeah, that was neat. The, the the flying segment, that Kara learning to fly, I mean, that was gorgeous. Yeah, that was. Good music, too, when yeah. uh, she's doing the flight scene. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a sucker for a really good flight scene. I have recurring dreams where I'm flying. So, yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah, we'll give it to yeah. this one. In that case, which is better, Little Girl Lost or number 17, Solar Power? Is it weird that I think Solar Power is better? I don't think it is. I think it's... It's stupid. It's, I mean, no, it's, it's, it's just saying it great, out loud. It's stupid. It's not a great episode, but it... Like, here's the thing. You get too many... Because in this episode, we've got Granny Goodness. We've got two Kryptonians. We've got the, the Furies, the TLC characters, mm-hmm. and Darkseid all in a big brawl. And when you've got that many characters with such ill-defined powers all together... Mm-hmm. It's, you, you lose me. Yeah. And in Solar Power, that was kind of a dumb episode, but it had the hook of red sunlight, Superman's not so super no more. That's a, you know, it's it's like, I'm going to blow up the moon. You yeah. know, it's so outlandish. I'm going to make the whole atmosphere red. Yeah. 
yeah, but it kind of it's fun. Yeah, but it's just you know, like this episode sort of had that too. If I'm going to use a giant magnet to to make this comet happen, but it it was that plus like eight other things. This one was unfocused. They don't really introduce the comet until like the second parter. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. So yeah, I'm going to concur. I'm going to give it to Solar Power. Okay. All right. In that case, is Little Girl Lost better or worse than number 19, Stolen Memories? Brainiac? Uh, Brainiac. Okay. Yeah, I think the Brainiac one's better. Yeah. That was the big sci fi. Yeah, Day the Earth Stood Still, First Contact. Luthor's got his big military base and he's talking to. Wasn't a great Luthor. It feels like it's been a while since we've had a really good Luthor episode. Well, we've been trying to introduce uh, these new toys. Yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> Let's not face it. That's you're what we're not doing. wrong. <laughs> like Luthor is is great, but he he doesn't sell a whole lot of toys. We need more toys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Brainiac one. Yeah, I'm gonna concur. All right. In that case, we're narrowing in on it slowly but surely. Is Little Girl Lost better or worse than number 25, Monkey Fun? Bass Monkey! Uh, I think The Little Girl Lost is better than Monkey Fun. I, I could go with that, yeah. if, if only on the strength of Ed Asner. Well, yeah, yeah. And the flying sequence was really good. Yeah. It, it had some... I think this is an episode... That is less than the sum of its parts. But the parts are still pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I'll go ahead. I, You know I got that soft spot for monkey fun. I don't. I, <laughs> I, I, I know, I can tell. But uh, I'm, not, I'm not here to let my <laughs> personal feelings bias the science. Which is outrageous, because one of my favorite stupid movies is Rampage, which is a big <laughs> monkey. But, uh... But, you know, that's just more fun. That's on Rampage rankings, which is... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we got what? Probably five or six versions of the video game and then the movie. Yeah, sounds right. What you got? (laughs) All right. But we're here to rank Superman and his little girl lost better or worse than number 21, Feeding Time. It's the introduction of Parasite. That was another one with some good Jimmy Olsen being, being a boy detective. Superman had to be clever at the end yeah. and, and bait Parasite into grabbing the kryptonite. And this is the one where he got created, right? Yeah. So there was that. I know that's what you always come back to, is that yeah. horrifying shot of him getting mutated for the first time. Ooh, I'm going to go with feeding time. Yeah. Yeah, I was all ready to go the other way, but as as we started talking about it and bringing it back to my mind, I think I'm going to go ahead and concur with you. Yeah. I think it was a good idea to want to have Jimmy want to write a story and his whole, uh, uh, like, I need to get a, a break. Yeah. And Lois Lane says, there are no breaks. You just got to go out and get that story. Yeah, do that legwork, boy. But I never felt like they, they really struck that home. It, it was... Yeah, Jimmy Olsen is a character that is still kind of struggling to justify himself to right. me. Like, I, I know he I know he gets a focus episode a little later on. And I I really don't remember if it does much of anything to redeem him or if he just continues to be kind of a blob. Yeah. That'll be for the future. In the meantime, is Little Girl Lost better or worse than number 22, Speed Demons? Go I'm going to go with Speed Demons on that one. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to concur. The guy who voiced The Flash was quippy and, and, and impulsive and brash and fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, and these are both episodes where the, the whole idea is to introduce a new character to the stable. But I, they did it more efficiently and just with with more of a sense of fun. Yeah. In, like, it... In this episode, it often felt forced, especially at the very end, where Supergirl's flying around and posing in the sun, and there's a waving American flag behind her. (laughs) Do you like this character yet? Are you gonna buy the action figure? So, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna concur. Gonna give it to Speed Demons. And Weather Wizard. Was that his name? Weather Wizard, yes. That's a great villain! He's... (laughs) Weather Wizard! (laughs) So many legitimate uses for that technology, but he <laughs> wanted to do crimes. Yeah. It's his thing. Don't judge him. All right. In that case, is Little Girl Lost better or worse than number 24, Hand of Fate? Yes. Yes. Better than Hand yeah. of Fate. Yeah. Speaking of, yet again, like, hey, here's your new action figure. Do you like him yet? No. I, yeah. I, I don't actively dislike Supergirl. I'm just not impressed by her yet. Yeah. But I'm definitely not impressed with I, Dr. Fate. Yeah. I, I forget whether he ever comes back. But if he does, he boy, does. I hope they do better by probably him. Probably Justice League. Yeah. I, or Justice League Unlimited. I, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Almost everybody comes back in Justice League Unlimited. <laughs> yeah. That was very much there. Like, uh, all right, this is our last hurrah this is our victory lap we can do whatever the hell we want bring them all and get out all your action figures but in that case we have but one more decision left to make is little girl lost better or worse than number 23 the main man that's another one that is a two-parter yeah that maybe didn't need to be no that had some fun goofs, though. That was, uh... That had, uh, Luthor's office getting destroyed. Did that have Spooge? Him, they call Spooge. Yeah, oh, yeah. You better believe that had Spooge. <laughs> uh, you know... Uh, Spooge aside, yeah. I'm gonna go with Main Man. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm gonna concur. I... Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm weighing that against Ed Asner in my mind, but look... Ed Asner is a fantastic voice actor. We're going to get more of him. Yeah, that's true. He is still, he is but a man, and there is only so much one can do. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and concur, placing this episode, Little Girl Lost, at the new number 24 spot, just below the main man and just above Hand of Fate. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Boy, as I'm, as I'm looking at the list... I think that num- now at 25, Hand of Fate, that feels like a real, like, bright line. Like, everything above this, pretty great. Anything yeah. below this? Struggle. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. monkey, monkey fun's below that, and that doesn't sound right. <laughs> it sounds look, right to me. Look, man, we, we did the science. I'm not arguing that's against right. it. That's right. You can't argue with science. I mean, that's why it's on the record. I can go back and listen to that science so segment. So many people argue with science. It's like, that's what the science is for. Yeah. I'm telling you, look at the numbers, man. Yeah, we we have test tubes and beakers. And you know what else we've got? We've got... Reginald. Reginald. We've got a small dog who's staring at us like she thinks we're about to do something amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Joke's on her. Yeah. We're doing a Superman podcast. Sorry, sweetheart. 
and let's see what kind of Superman podcast we're doing next week. Okay. We are in season three, or volume three, whatever you want to call it. And next up is the season premiere, season three, episode one, Where There's Smoke. Do you remember this episode? Uh-uh. Me neither, but okay. the, the little blurb on the, on the HBO Max says that it's about a lady named Volcana. I got firepower. Probably. Okay. That does... Sometimes I won't remember, and then I'll see that little thing, and it kind of jogs my... I Okay. Uh, if you say so. Sure. Volcano lady. It, sometimes it's better to not remember. Yeah. I mean, uh, Target. I didn't remember yeah, a thing one about that. That, that one's great. great. Yeah. So that's why we're here to do science. Okay. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me at Wyski TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter or twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. And you can always find the two of us right here at anchor.fm slash super rankings. You can pledge us one, five, or ten dollars a month. Help us keep the lights on. You can uh, subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. Give us a five-star review. Or just tell a friend. Yeah. We, we appreciate everything. Yep. And uh, thank you so much for listening to us. It, it really means a lot, and we love doing this. We do, and hopefully we will love where there's smoke next week. All right. Bye, everybody.